The Book of Obadiah, chapter 23 of Benware, page 194. With this first of the prophets that we're going to look at, let's go back to the table of contents and make sure that we have our place. In the table of contents, right at the beginning, the blue two pages at the beginning of the book, um, before even part one, then we find that there are four parts to, to Benware. We have the introduction and overview. That's part one. Then we have part two, the foundational books. Part three, the poetic books. Part four, the prophetic books. We've just finished up God's prophetic messengers on page 188, chapter 23. And now we see that there are four groups of prophets. We have group one, group two, group three, and group four. Now, Obadiah is part of seven books, and they make up the prophecies that were given during the divided kingdom. Prophecies given during the divided kingdom. So that means that these are prophecies that are given after Solomon. These are prophecies from Rehoboam forward up until Assyria sacked Samaria and took the northern ten tribes into captivity. So these would be prophets who are speaking to the kings, warning them that captivity is coming all the way up until the northern ten tribes go into captivity. So now to page 194, let's look at the book of Obadiah and we'll start off with the basic outline. Chapters, or rather verses 1 through 9, the overthrow of Edom. Then verses 10 through 14, the offenses of Edom. And then 15 through 21, the outlook for Edom. And it's at this point that you can start to see that Obadiah, Obadiah is making prophecies about Edom. Now to the authorship and date of Obadiah, page 194, this is the shortest of all the Old Testament books, and it was written by an unnamed or unknown prophet named Obadiah, whose name means servant of the Lord. The author gives no other information about himself, his background, or time in which he lived. His name is common, is common in the Old Testament times, and about a dozen individuals are so named. All the attempts to identify this author with one of the dozen Obadiahs found in the text of the scriptures has failed. Somewhere around 845 BC is the date given to this book, making it the earliest of all the prophets. The key to establishing the date is what's found in verses 10 through 14 of the book. These verses reveal that an attack was made on the city of Jerusalem, an attack in which the Edomites participated or at least encouraged the attackers. The Old Testament rec records seven times when Jerusalem was attacked. The second of these attacks, 2 Kings 8 and 2 Chronicles 21, in the days of King Jehoram, best fits the events described in Ob Obadiah. At that time, the Philistines and the Arabians attacked Jerusalem. Instead of helping their brother Jacob, the Edomites assisted the enemies of Judah. This event takes place about 845 B.C. Now to page 195. Evidence for the early date of Obadiah is found in the writings of Jeremiah, Amos, and Joel. These three prophets show an acquaintance with Obadiah's message, indicating that Obadiah is before these other prophets. Now let's take a moment and look at the important data about Obadiah. The, the key word is God's retributive justice. 
And there are no chapter divisions, so the key chapter is, well, it's the only chapter in Obadiah. Key verses are 10 through 14, which list Edom's sins. Key character is the Edomites, and Obadiah is the name of the prophet who is writing it. And Edom is the geography of the book of Obadiah. Now look at the the photo above uh, on page 195 of the famous and fabulous city of Petra. And this was an Edomite city, and they were the ones who assisted Judah. And that is a historical archaeological site that I believe can be visited even today. Let's take a moment and go back to page 102 in Benware, and let's look at the, some data about the Edomites. Now, you remember uh, this, this really great section. We are allowing you to cover it in your own time, but pages 98 and forward. It gives us a, a wealth of information about the different enemies, uh, the nations surrounding Israel. And if you look at page 102, you'll see the section on Edom. So let's look at that for a moment. The Edomites, this is the left-hand column of page 102, they were descendants of Esau, the brother of Jacob. And they settled south of the Dead Sea. And you can see that on the map just to the right on page 103. Edom is there in the purple section underneath the Dead Sea. And they were also called Seir or Mount Seir after the geographical area in which they settled. Esau's hatred for his brother Jacob seemed to continue through his descendants, being a near relative apparently made no difference to them. The Edomites refused to allow Moses and the Israelites passage through the land, thus causing great discomfort for Israel. For some 400 years, nothing's mentioned about them, but they reappeared during the monarchy period as an adversary of Israel. Because of the terrible treatment of the brother of brother Jacob, the Edomites were severely denounced by the prophets, specifically Obadiah and Isaiah in chapter 34, Jeremiah in chapter 49, and Amos chapter 1, verses 11 through 12. So these are the descendants of Jacob's brother Esau. Now back to the book of Obadiah, page 195. Let's look at the purpose. The message of Obadiah was directed to Israel's southern neighbors, the Edomites. They were descendants of Esau and had a history of hostility towards Israel. God held them accountable for what they did to Israel. And he directs us there to page 98 and following, which is where we just spoke about. Now, the bottom of 195, right-hand column, special considerations. Based on the date given, the ministry of Obadiah took place in the reign of Judah's king, Jehoram. He's an unusually evil king, and you can read about him in 2 Chronicles 21, verses 1 through 7. It was because of his wickedness that God allowed Edom to revolt. But nevertheless, God held Edom accountable for the evil that they did to Judah a little bit later. Now, a summary of Obadiah. It's short. Page 196. The subject matter of this prophet is the coming judgment on Edom because of Edom's two sins of pride in verse 3 and injury done to Judah verse 10. They would be thoroughly judged because of the nature, natural fortifications Edom enjoyed, canyons and cliffs in their capital city of Petra, 
They were confident that they would never be destroyed. But God, through Obadiah, vividly describes the completeness of the destruction coming on them. Verses 5 and 6. Edom would discover when trouble came that her allies would not come to her support. It was bad enough for a nation to attack the people of God, but for a blood relative to do so was far worse, bringing judgment, God's judgment on themselves. So as it stands, you would have expected that even though Jacob was rightly understood to have not been kind to Esau and the stealing of the birthright and the various activities, um, still a relative of Israel, relative of Jacob, you would hope would show some sort of kindness and forgiveness and mercy and that there would be some familial, some family um, sympathy that's given. But this is not the case with Edom. In fact, Edom turns and will not support uh, the brother nation Israel. Now looking ahead to the great period of the tribulation, Obadiah declared Edom and the other nations would be severely judged, verses 15 and 16. But God would preserve Israel, giving them the whole land promised to Abraham, which included land occupied by the Edomites. Now one may be asking, why is this included in the nations, or in, in the text of Scripture about the nations which are going to be judged. Why, why is this here? It, it steadies the nation of Israel. God, it it's further proves that God's going to keep His promises. And specifically, He's going to keep His promises that those who bless Israel will be blessed, and that even though Israel stumbles and falls and is carried away into captivity, those who are her enemies shall be judged. God keeps his word, and God is going to keep his word concerning Edom. And Edom will not prevail. They will not go unjudged forever. God in his wrath will eventually bring judgment, and even Edom cannot, in its arrogance, get out of the guilt that they have brought upon their own heads. And thus, we've looked at the book of Obadiah.